there are two ways that I, I that I would look at that, David. Number one is this. In Romans chapter 1, it says in verse 18, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. No, nothing could ever be more defining of America than that we hold the truth in unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were f- founded on Judeo-Christian ethics, morals, and standards. The assumption was that uh, this state nation started because people wanted religious freedom. That's buried deep into the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the First Amendment. So if any nation has ever held the truth, we have. But we are holding it in unrighteousness. This nation, to be honest with you, sort of collectively looks like the Jerry Springer show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really is what Romans 1 tells us. Romans 1 says the wrath of God is revealed, and then it defines what that is. First of all, God gave them over to sexual immorality. That, that's the first thing that happens. That's in mm-hmm. Romans one twenty four. The second thing, God gave them over to homosexuality. Verse 20, 20, um, 28. Mm-hmm. The third one, ver, verse 26 rather, verse 28 is, he gave them over to a reprobate mind. So what wrath is this? Well, it's not eschatological wrath. It's not eternal wrath. It is the wrath of abandonment when God abandons a nation to its own sins. When God pulls back his restraints, what will you see? A sexual revolution followed by a homosexual revolution followed by a reprobate mind. And out of that reprobate mind at the end of the chapter comes all kinds of evil. Mm -hmm. And it also says even though they know these things bring about death, they not only do them, but they applaud the people who do them. So that's the sort of Jerry Springer idea. So we're living in a time, people say, well, the wrath of God must be near. No, we're in it. And the evidence is we've gone through the sexual revolution, through the homosexual revolution. And when you get the reprobate mind, what would that look like? Well, that would be when you're a man, but you think you're a woman. That's when you've reached the level of insanity. The other way I look at it is this, biblically speaking, we have a collision of sinners in the world. We're all fallen. The wages of sin is death, and everybody dies. So how does God restrain sin so society can flourish for his redemptive purposes and his glory? He has to put restraints. Restraint number one is the law of God written in the heart, and the weapon is the conscience. So what needs to happen if you want to get rid of that is you rewrite the law, you turn morality on its head, turn it inside out, and then tell people if they have a guilty conscience, they shouldn't because they're better than that. They shouldn't feel shame. So you, you do everything you can to assault the conscience and assault the law written in the heart. The next restraint is the family. So if you want to get rid of that, you destroy the family. Every way possible you go after the family, we get that. Uh, that's what's been going on for decades now. The third restraint is the police. So are we surprised when the police are now under assault? They've already done in the human conscience. They've done in the family, and now they're after the police, defund the police, spit on the police. Right. That, that's the third restraint, government, Romans 13. The fourth restraint is the church. The church is salt and light in the world, so let's go after the church. This is a systematic, satanically inspired assault on all the divine restraints in the world. We shouldn't be surprised that it's happening because it's folded into the very wrath of God where he turns over a society to their sinful choices and the consequences are inevitable. 